Hi, everyone. It's Nancy. It is Saturday morning, June 15th, and I am just about to hit publish on episode 10 of On the Same Page with Jen and Nancy. I have a very, very quick favor to ask of you. The show is slowly and steadily growing in both subscribers and downloads, and it would mean so much to us if you could take a few moments and follow us on Instagram. On Instagram, you can find us at On the Same Page Pod. And also, if you could like our Facebook page, you can find us at On the Same Page with Jen and Nancy on Facebook. Last but not least, if you wouldn't mind leaving a quick review on iTunes, if you go to our website, onthesamepagepod.com, right smack in the middle of the page is a direct link that will take you directly to iTunes where you can leave a review. Thank you so much for this short interruption. Enjoy the show. Welcome to On the Same Page with Jen and Nancy, episode 10. Dun, dun, dun. 10 episodes. I wanted confetti. Confetti. I wanted confetti, <laughs> confetti to fly everywhere when you said 10. I think at the beginning, we committed to 12 episodes. So we will have to, you're going to Greece. Technically, so. I'm in Greece when this is airing. That is correct. So I yes. was hoping you were going to ask me how I was doing so I could tell you I'm probably doing great because I'm in Greece. <laughs> I feel like when we started, I was like, oh, I don't know, 12 episodes, what we'll talk about, if we'll have enough information. And now I feel like we've just barely scratched the surface. So we haven't talked about this yet. We're iterating in public here. But I feel like we could probably do a second season. We haven't covered forgiveness yet. We keep procrastinating. Speaking of which, we haven't covered procrastination. I'm just going to say that. I also wanted to talk about this cool new thing I'm hearing about. It's called play. It's like this thing where you just do the thing. I don't know. It's like, it's totally crazy. Like you just do the thing because it's fun. What? Like there's no other reason. But I don't know. We're going to have to do our research on it before we talk about it. Apparently yeah. it's a thing that helps you play. Who knew? It's like productive. No, right? no, well, no. It can't be productive. Purpose. <laughs> I'm breaking out into hives. I don't. <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about today? We are going to talk about the keto diet. We're going to talk about keto. We are. Because Jen loves keto. So much. She's like, when can we talk about keto? And then she's like, maybe we should have a second podcast that's only about keto. The like whole just thing. Like just a keto podcast. Just she day loves it after so much. day. Like a daily recording. <laughs> Where we share all our macros. Guess what me and Nancy are not on the same page about, guys? Keto. Um, why don't you tell our beautiful listeners what that is in case they don't actually know? Okay. So keto is this concept, and again, not an expert, not a doctor, and I only have a limited experience with the keto diet. So please, if you find anything interesting or wrong or right or anything here, please do your own research on keto, especially when it comes to diet and medicine. 
do not listen to Jen and I. We're only telling you our experience, information only. Okay, that said, short story, mostly in the American diet, we rely on carbohydrates to turn into glycogen, and that is our energy source. That's how we need carbs for energy. There's another form of energy called ketosis, which our body uses fat as an energy sources, source. And in order to switch from using carbohydrates as an energy source to fat, can you see where I'm going with this? You need to severely limit the amount of carbohydrates that you eat each day, and then your body goes into ketosis, which there's signs that you're in ketosis. A lot of people that are super serious about it uh, test their blood every day like a diabetic would to see if they're in ketosis. And this state, it's it's debatable. It's being debated here right now by you and I, mm. is supposed to be better for you in all sorts of ways. But as you can imagine, why it's taking off like a house on fire is a lot of people lose a lot of weight on keto. And that said, I also believe that there's, it's apparently, I haven't found this to be true, but apparently it's easy to lose weight. It's just hard to keep it off. Mm. And so I'm not sure if keto is any better than any other diet for losing weight. It's keeping it off. That's the hard part. However, that said, I don't want to go too far down the rabbit hole, but one of the problems apparently with the relying on carbohydrates or eating too many carbohydrates is it causes insulin resistance in your body. And insulin resistance and inflammation can cause a whole host of other problems related to like hormones can cause hormone problems, like endocrine problems, hormone problems that related to anxiety and depression, basically a whole host of afflictions that we complain about in North America today if you believe what you read and the experience of others can be helped, if not drastically helped by being in a state of ketosis. And the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because I am on day nine of keto. I have a question already. All right, shoot, I'm ready, hit me. Not really, I know you're, <laughs> I know you're mad about this. Because obviously when you are in keto, you're eating a lot of meat. Okay, you're not allowed to decide in advance okay, all I'm the sorry, reasons I'm why I'm not going to okay. agree with this. I know all the reasons that you're mad at me. Let me list them. <laughs> all right, I'm going to be quiet. Ask your question. No, my question is, is it just carbs that you're cutting back on or are there other restrictions? Well, sugar. So because carbs and sugar are sort of the same thing because carbs turn into sugar in your body. I don't know. Is that true? I just made that up. No, it is true. So carbs and sugar, you know the saddest day of my life? No was when I found out that wine is actually carbohydrates. I did not know that. You haven't had wine in nine days? Oh, no, no, I have wine. <laughs> um, and so that sugar, that means some vegetables and fruits as oh, well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Many, many vegetables and fruits. Are there any fruits you can eat? I think I can have four raspberries a day. No. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Nancy's going to have scurvy, <laughs> which is only going to weigh 115 pounds. Okay, but on the back, I feel very passionate about this. I'm not passionate about the keto diet yet. Maybe I will be. I'm passionate about trying things, mm -hmm. trying new things. And so remember a few episodes when I had a nervous breakdown on air, little cry, little teared up, got verklempt. 
because I was coming off the back of a hormonal nightmare. Oh, yeah. And so before I look into taking any sort of synthetic hormones or something, because maybe possibly I'm going into some sort of perimenopause, I want to try something with my diet. So yes, we all know from episode three that yes, I would like to lose weight, but it's not just the reason that I'm trying it. I, Jen's on the phone. Am I, am I keeping you up? Which is, did you want to, hey, ADHD over there, what's going on? I don't believe in ADHD. No, <laughs> no sorry, it is urgent, but not enough that I... Well, do you want to take a break? No. Okay. So I feel passionate about trying something that could have a positive effect on my life. We talked about ADHD last week. What if my ADHD symptoms, underestimating how much time it takes to do things, losing my keys, not being able to find important documents... What if that could be solved by having mashed cauliflower instead of mashed potatoes? Right now, today, that's my position on it. I'm just trying it for 30 days. Day nine. Did I mention that? I wanted to send you, I found a recipe for cauliflower somethings, little cute cauliflower cakes. So this is how we've come full circle now? And now you're not mad at me anymore? Now no. you're like pro-keto? I'm going to send you. <laughs> We're going to eat cauliflower no, a together? Friend of our, a friend of mine uh, is also on the keto um, diet, and she was coming over for dinner last week, and I found a really cool recipe because I was trying to find stuff that was vegan because I'm vegan, and I certainly wasn't going to make her like a lamb. And <laughs> uh, So I was looking for vegan keto recipes. Yes, that exists. It's a thing, actually. Um, of course it is. And Plants it looks super tasty. And um, so I thought I'd share that with you. But I'm also a huge fan of trying new things. I'm not a huge fan of retraining our bodies to do something that they're not naturally inclined to do. That freaks me out. When I hear about things like train your body to do this other thing instead of what it's normally programmed to do. But I will agree with you that, or whoever I need to agree with about this, that we eat way too many carbs. And I and I don't, and not only way too many, but also the carbs that we have created as a society in North America are like grossly unhealthy. That's not normal. So we are on the same page. Who about, knew? About that part of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No. Not on all of it. No, I think we're on the same page about all of it. Oh, okay. Because I don't believe I'm truly in a state of ketosis because of the wine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for the wine and the raspberries. The sheer amount of carbs to be restricted. can't even say it. I'm just like so high on fat right now. No, <laughs> there's no way that I maybe one day like, so what I'm trying to say is it's getting easier. So to go from the amount of carbohydrates that I was having in a given day, which was probably like 50 or 60% some days carbohydrates. Yeah. Um, which is really common. Like toast for breakfast, pasta salad for lunch, you know, mash something with mashed potatoes or rice. So many carbohydrates. To go like overnight cold turkey, no pun intended, no carbs in turkey, was just too drastic of a, of a change for me. And so I will say it's getting easier. So one of the things that I wasn't going to give up was maple syrup. And when I say... Like people that are true keto are going to be like, you can't possibly talk about being on the keto diet and having like wine and maple syrup because right away you you failed. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to try keto and still hold on to like a few things. So, I mean, come on, I've gone from toast in the morning 
and huge pasta salads. And we've talked about fettuccine and rice (laughs) and everything to having like a tablespoon of maple syrup a day. Like that's progress. Mm -hmm. But then I'm tracking my macros. So I I keep track of, of, and I can see like how many carbohydrates and where they're coming from. They're coming from the maple syrup. Like I'm actually doing a pretty good job and they're only coming from the maple syrup. You ask, I can see the look on your face. Like what about the wine? I don't record the wine. Like there's just a few things in life, Jen. I don't record the wine. I record the things I eat, but I don't record the wine. Gotcha. And I've gone from a moderate amount of wine, we shall not say how much, (laughs) to a smaller moderate amount (laughs) of wine. And I hear different things about wine too that there's some keto people that say you can have wine. You can have dry red wine because the liver metabolizes wine. I don't know. I find that when you're trying to read something, you can find different articles that will support. Last night I was looking because I was curious because this episode was coming up and I was feeling guilty because I was drinking wine. So I found five articles online that say that red wine helps with weight loss because of the retrovols, whatever. I've heard of it before, that compound that's in grapes. Yeah. And I found five articles that said you will never lose weight if you're drinking wine. Mm-hmm. The two are totally incompatible. I wanted to choose the five that say that wine helps you lose weight. And I noticed they were all published by wine companies. I am, <laughs> I, um, this will shock you. I am not a wine company. Okay. I have definitely lost weight drinking wine, but I've never been, I'm in, baby. I've never I'm been in. on the keto diet, but I have definitely lost weight and not deprived myself of um, anything. So what I, except for my five person portions <laughs> that I accidentally eat sometimes. So in the first few days, it was, I'm going to put maple syrup in my salad dressing. Mm-hmm. That's That's where the maple syrup goes. And then when I saw, like, I'm so close, I'm working so hard, and the excess carbs that are coming into my diet are coming from maple syrup. And so how hard would it be for me to eliminate that? Mm -hmm. And so I did that just as a test. And I've gone a couple days without maple syrup now. And now in the house, I have a lot of the ingredients. So I make a really cool bread. It's And this might, see, this would be hard for vegans because there's a lot of eggs in keto. Mm-hmm. Like I could probably do it without meat, but I'm not sure I could do it without eggs. But I have this cool bread that's half a cup of almond flour, two eggs, a couple teaspoons of oil, like avocado oil, and a bit of baking powder. And I put it in a mug, a big round mug. I put it in the microwave for two minutes, 20 seconds, it's called mug bread. And I dump it out and it comes out like the shape of a, a cup. And then I slice it and they're like little English muffins. How cute. And I can put anything on them like anything imagine what you could put on bread you could put on your little mug toast send me the recipe and i will do a vegan version of it and see if it works without the egg i think you could google vegan mug bread because it's a big thing in the keto world mug bread oh okay and there's probably all sorts of things that you could put actually we didn't have eggs the other day and so i used flax meal powder and it wasn't quite the same but i didn't really experiment much So what I'm trying to say is I'm proud of myself. And, you know, I don't say that very often on the podcast. That is true. I don't think I'm in true ketosis. I think people that are serious about keto diet are like mocking me right now. But I've gone from 60% carbs a day 
to 20%. Oh, wow. And that's a, a big, big change. And have I noticed I've lost six pounds, but that could just be water. I think a lot of people lose weight at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so we'll see what happens. Do I feel better? I feel good. I don't feel like, oh my God, my whole life has changed since I stopped eating pasta. And also it's spring now. Finally this week, we've had some sunny days. Yeah. And that bloody pit bull is gone. So (laughs) it's, there's a lot of factors. I feel good, but I'm committed to seeing it through for 30 days. And I like the fact that I am entering my food and my, a lot of people use like my fitness pal. Yeah. I use lose it. It feels good at the end of the day Mm -hmm. to see what I ate and to see how healthy it was. And I think that a lot of people, when you say like, so basically in keto, you're getting the vast majority of your calories from fat. Mm-hmm. And so it's pretty easy to say, oh, I just eat bacon all day. I don't eat bacon. I think there's a lot of salt in it. It's very mean to eat bacon unnecessarily. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is There's no room for me in this podcast. You're like, I've already predetermined everything Jen's going to say, and I'm going to bounce it back quickly before she has a chance. But you have no idea, maybe you do, how much fat there is in olive oil. So I can get a lot of fat just by having like a massive salad with olive oil and balsamic vinegar. Mm-hmm. I think that that's the thing. A lot of people become vegan also thinking that they're going to be healthier because they're vegan. And you can be the like most unhealthy person ever on if you just replace everything that you were ingesting before with some other processed vegan version of that thing, you can be pretty unhealthy. Or you stopped eating like protein and just ate bread and pasta. Yeah, ex- yeah, 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 you're yeah. right. It doesn't even have to be junk food. It can just yeah. be that you eliminated protein. Like 80% carbs, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you touched on something that I appreciated also about how you can find many studies that say one thing and many studies that say another. Um, I also did a little bit of reading, not a ton, but I did some reading about the keto diet and the, the different points of view on it. And while there were studies where they were saying that people had um, lower cholesterol there was plenty of studies that also showed that a good percentage of people had higher cholesterol afterwards. Right. So I think it also depends on what fats. That's true. You're putting because into like, your body. if you're getting all of your fat and protein from bacon and saturated fats, I don't know what the link is between saturated fats and cholesterol. I think I think for a long time it was a thing. Now it's I don't know. The point is, basically, it comes down to quality of food. Yeah. Yeah. And in any diet, you need to look at the quality of food. And as we talked about recently in our vegan episode, it can also come down to compassion in food as well. And after our vegan episode, I was doing keto when we recorded vegan, but I didn't want to talk about it because it was only like two days. Mm-hmm. And like before I would talk about something after two days. Now I wait nine days to talk about it <laughs> to see if I stick with it even a week. I talked to Renault and I said, you know what? We need to look at where our meat is coming from. And so we went online, which actually was an ad from a keto podcast that I've been listening to just to get ideas. And, you know, I listen to podcasts all day while I I work building websites, just sort of like white noise in the background. So I found this uh, aptly named podcast, the Keto Diet Podcast. And I really enjoy her her podcast because she really writes about it. Um, Keto for women is apparently a lot different than keto for men because our hormones are so... Uh, And apparently our body needs, until we go into menopause, 
body needs to be able to know it can carry a baby or it will go crazy. Even if you don't want to have a baby, it, yeah. want, it needs that. Yeah. And if you go into full ketosis, your body's like, I can't have a baby right now. I don't have enough carbs. And so it screws itself all up. See, that, that's the thing. Really, you have to really not just be like, oh my God, I want to lose 30 pounds. I'm going to do keto. You really have to take a look at how it's going to affect you and your situation. And for me, little Miss Nine Days over here, it's pretty clear that full keto, so I can't even call it keto because I don't think I'm in ketosis. It's just less carbs. I just really want to be ultra low carb for mm-hmm. a while and see what see what that's like. The other thing is that you can, and most keto diets will say this, you can have carbs after you weight lift for at least 20 minutes because like they just disappear into the fact that you've weight lifted. You, you also need them because um, low carb uh, increases muscle breakdown. So you right. want, you want, um, you want. Um, so and when you I, produce insulin, that's, that promotes the muscle growth. So, and it makes your muscles able to not end because it makes your muscles able to absorb the protein that you're putting into it. So you can put all the protein in the right. world into your body, but if it can't, if your muscles can't absorb it, then. That sounds very smart. I know a couple of things. Um, so I've been working out and when I do like a super weightlifting, and then I have rice. I have rice, Jen. <laughs> Such a treat. Never thought white rice would be a me treat. so happy. <laughs> I want to go backwards a sec. You said something about um, women. It's different for women, women. Do you mean that the keto diet affects women differently or that women literally have to do the keto diet differently? I don't know. Both. Oh, okay. Both. So uh, again, not an expert, but what I have been reading is women need more carbs mm-hmm. on keto. And so they just need more carbs. And if you're not, if you're in true ketosis, then I just feel like I'm talking out of my ass right now. But from what I read, you're not doing yourself any favors and you're not getting healthier. What I liked about this woman's podcast was she was doing it for health and health only. And she goes by how she feels and she's been doing it long enough. And she's got all the recipes and she talks about her hormones and mindset and all that stuff. It was called the the Keto Diet Podcast. And I'll put a link in the show notes. And her website is called healthfulpursuit.com. Anyway, I was listening to it and she had an ad for something called ButcherBox. And uh, we went online. So we signed up for four weeks and we picked anyway. I don't know. I can't remember. It was a bit confusing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> get these credits and like five burgers is one credit, but a steak is one credit. So we couldn't figure out how much food we needed. Basically, we bought a big chunk of meat yeah. that comes and all the, the the pork is heritage. The chicken is, is, is raised. The meat's grass fed. So I felt like it's just a small thing. It's not a small thing. But we took a step to knowing where the food is coming and it costs more. But now we know that the, the the animals were treated humanely. Yeah. And this other thing happened about after the vegan episode, which we haven't even released yet as we're recording this. So no one's heard it. We haven't even edited it yet. And Renault went to Costco and bought this huge pack of pork loin. Mm-hmm. And I remember it expired like April 14th and it was like April 16th. And he's like, oh, we forgot to eat the pork. So he stuck it in the freezer. I'm like, what? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, sticking it in the freezer doesn't make it better. And he was like, yeah, 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 it's fine. So this is what he does. He just makes the problem go away. (laughs) And then, so so he takes it out the other night. I'm going 
going to start putting my bills in the freezer. When I know. I- <laughs> He's like, I put the, the pork in the fridge. I'm like, so it can kill us all? Like, we, that pork was out like two, three days. No, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Like, just because you wanted it to be not left out doesn't mean that it wasn't. <laughs> and you know what he said? No. He said, you know, the little lapin, which is like, not it's not a rabbit, is it? What do you call a pork? The cochon? The pig, yeah. Yeah. So Renault's French. So he says the cochon, it led a whole life. It led a whole life and died so we can eat it. You think we can just throw it in the garbage? Thank you so much, Renault. Next time it's going to expire, cook it. And I was like, now I know. Like, you two actually have like a, a thing. I never had thought about that. That's But so he great. thinks about that. I'm so glad. And so we ate the pork. And you're alive. And we lived. That is great. And I ate mine with roasted cauliflower mashed Yum. with garlic and onions. And it was fantastic. That sounds so good. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that he thinks of that. He does. I wanted to say some things about how, obviously, you know, it's important to be careful if you have any kind of medical issues also. Like just because there's a fad diet or some kind of new health thing going on that you're hearing about from everyone, it doesn't mean it's right for you. So it's really important to first check in with your self or your doctor or whatever, especially if you have pre-existing medical issues. These things are not necessarily great for everyone. And also that one of the things I heard about the keto diet a lot was like, yeah, no, it's really good for you because they did some studies with like pediatric epilepsy or, you know, different diseases and and it really helped, but it it did really help. Um, There's been extensive studies uh, on a few medical problems that it was helpful for. But um, like chemotherapy really helps people who have cancer. And like, I wouldn't go get chemotherapy tomorrow because it ravages your entire body and can also kill you. So I just want to point out how important it is to not be jump right into a fad diet without really really exploring all all the sides of it because the keto diet i think it does work i've heard that it works wonders people can lose all kinds of weight on it that's amazing but you do have to remember that you're training your body to do something that it's not normally programmed to do and there are harmful long-term effects if you do that as a lifestyle forever if you cut out all your carbs and especially like I'm really happy to hear you saying like oh maybe I'm not doing this completely I'm not in ketosis necessarily because I did have some wine or I did have some rice but like you guys are allowed to experiment with this diet without like don't don't take it as a challenge like if I I didn't if I'm not going a whole it's not a competition exactly and don't go beyond even like you're not going to get a medal if you're like I haven't eaten a carb in eight months like you're not getting a medal for that your body is freaking out so like really it's just super important to look into you know what you're doing exactly and like any diet can make you lose weight any drastic change you make to your lifestyle or to your eating habits might make you lose weight doesn't mean you should do that long term, which is why a lot of diets fail. Right. As you pointed out in the beginning, you can you can have nothing but, I don't know, potato water for a week and lose weight. That doesn't mean it's good for you. <laughs> and you can't yeah. sustain yourself on that. And if you want to do a fast, great. But then, you know, that but that's not a long term solution to I think for me it was important to do a big habit change because the habit was carbs. Carbs was the default. Mm-hmm. And all meals were sort of designed 
around the carbohydrate or, yeah. you know, the protein, the meat and the carbohydrate. And I needed to, to do a big switch up. And the concept of keto helped me because there, I was going to say there's a lot of research on it. I know you don't think there is. <laughs> I know there's research on it. No, I just, I, the very first place I ever heard about it was in Tools of the Titans. Mm-hmm. And Tim Ferriss was working with an actual doctor. I'll put a link to the article in it. And he had found that it was, it was working for diabetics and cancer and all sorts of stuff. And that was the first time I'd ever heard of it. And I was like, wow, random. But I, because I'd never heard of that and I thought I knew everything. But I really respect Tim Ferriss. And I thought if he's, because he was saying he mostly eats keto now. And I was like, really? Like, I've never even heard of this. I really like Tim Ferriss. What is he talking about? Mm-hmm. And then my friend Gita was doing keto. And it just, it's like one of the reasons we wanted to do the podcast was people need different touch points before like things become, you know, in their awareness. And maybe we could be a touch point. So I had multiple touch points on keto. I tried it. I went too far. I got, I was doing the whole meat and cheese thing. Mm-hmm. And like after five days, I'm like, I can't have any more meat or any more cheese. Like it's just the chewing required for the meat and the cheese. And I just felt ill. And I was yeah. like, this isn't working for me. And I spent my whole life eating meat or cheese. And then I was at my friend Gita's the other day and she's keto and she was gave me keto brownies, <laughs> a bunch of good stuff. And she goes, how come you stop keto? And I said, I got tired of chewing meat and cheese. And she goes, oh, I mostly just have salads. And then I went and I looked at a book that I'd bought at the time called The Keto Reset Diet, I think. And he was the one in that book where there were so many recipes and a program that was really about healthy fats, very little cheese and and very little meats. So I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to give it a try again. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to go 100%. I'm going to ease into it. And I'm going to take it day by day. And I'm going to call it keto because it's a big change for me. But again, I would, I doubt I'm in actual ketosis. Like I don't think, which to repeat, I don't think my body is using fat as a primary energy source. I don't think I've transitioned into that stage. Maybe I have, I don't know. From what I've read, you have to keep your carbs like at 5% or something and I'm at 20. Hmm. So I would be surprised. And again, it's it's also about what you're like the quality of those carbs that you're putting into your body or the... Yes. And to remember that there's lots of, and I'm not just saying this as a, as a vegan, but just like as a health conscious person who cares about people being healthy and as a vegan health coach, yes. um, that there's tons of protein in all kinds of vegetables as well and other places. It doesn't, like you said, you don't need to eat pounds of yeah. bacon. And I mentioned this in our vegan podcast the average North American gets way more protein than they need in a day. So the protein, <laughs> it's not about eating way more protein than you already do. It's about cutting back on um, carbs on yeah. carbs, and, and obviously whatever diet you're doing or not doing, whatever you're eating, like empty carbs are not your friend ever. So, that so is, that's my story. That's our story. Well, that's really interesting. I know a few people who are doing the keto diet to varying degrees. A lot of them are customizing it to their needs or their lifestyle, whether or not it fits with how their day goes or if they're traveling a lot, what their work day is yeah, like, what they imagine. have access to, how much they can cook for themselves, etc. But if any of our listeners have experience with this, 
I would love to hear back. Yeah. But don't at mean stuff to us. Don't. We welcome. We're just doing the best we can. That's it. We welcome your polite feedback, whether it's negative or positive. And we don't even like constructive criticism. So don't send that either. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Just tell us we're right about everything, even when we don't agree with each other. And (laughs) no. Shall we wrap this up? I need yeah. to get to the accountant. It's tax day. Tax is going to be filed by midnight and it's 4.30. I have to go home and pack for <gasps> Greece. Greece. Even though I'm already there while people are listening to this. Yes. So thank you. Thank you for listening to episode 10 where we touched on keto, a little bit on veganism. That's right. Thank you guys so much. Please remember we are only experts in our own minds. and hopefully yours too a little bit sometimes but don't rely on us for facts you're in the wrong place if you're looking for facts that's right you can reach nancy on instagram at nancy murdoch that's nancy with an i and murdoch with a k you can reach me at jennifer june chapman on instagram and if you really really want to support the show There are two ways that you can do it. You can become a subscriber to Patreon. There's a $2 level and a $5 level. Lots of fun stuff over there. And if you just want to support the show, please, please, please go to iTunes and subscribe. If you just hit subscribe, it's free. You'll be notified whenever there's a new episode. And it sends a message to iTunes that there's interest in our podcast and it will promote the podcast to new listeners. That's right. So the more subscriptions and the more stars we get on iTunes, the more available we are to the outside world and the more our community grows. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Episode 11. Take care. Bye, guys. On the Same Page podcast, including show notes and links, provides education and entertainment and is intended for information purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on this podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without representation or warranties of any kind. Please consult a physician for any medical needs and always seek the advice of a qualified health professional for any of your mental health questions. On the Same Page with Jen and Nancy is recorded in Montreal, Quebec. The podcast is written, hosted, produced, and edited by Nancy Murdoch and Jen Chapman. Original theme music by Jen Chapman. your feedback i think this was nice this was about in in 30 years this was about as heated as our friendship ever got (laughs) is that weird i know i'm really sorry are we okay are we good (laughs) have we ever thought about anything no but we have long periods of time where we don't see each other we you know we're like the ocean take some space yeah I'm not saying I ever needed space from you. I'm saying if I, if we saw each other every day for 30 years, maybe we would have had an argument or two. You know what's awesome about us? <laughs> There's so much. We don't have time. I know we don't have time. This would be like episode upon episode <laughs> to list them all. But it's like no matter how many years passed, 
between us because sometimes there was actual years that went actual by. Actual years. But then as soon as we were back in the same room together, I felt like... Not a day had passed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 